0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion.
1: Hey, Tuttle Twins fans, so excited to do a special episode today. I'm flying solo without Brittany, so she gets to listen later to our awesome guest and my friend, Dr. B.J. Fogg. He is the author of an awesome book Uh, that I've read and I recommend to everybody. It's called Tiny Habits. And I like that because sometimes, you know, I think of big goals and I need to change all these things and it can get kind of daunting. And so I like this idea of tiny habits. We're going to talk about that today and what it means for you kids, how we can develop good habits. Uh, BJ, thanks for joining us.
0: Connor, thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Uh, Or should I call you Dr. Fogg? I don't don't know. (laughs) Call me BJ, that's
0: fine. We'll keep it simple.
1: (laughs) So, so I gave a little uh, preview. You're a professor at Stanford. You do a lot of research on uh, habits. All of that research went into your book. Give us a little sense of why this issue matters to you. You've become a, like a specialist and an expert. Why why so much research
0: and focus on habits? Well, habits help us achieve big things. And. Also habits help us deal with hard times. We can still move forward when we're sick or tired or scared or anxious. We can fall back on our habits. So yeah, that's got that positive upside, but when life is challenging and it often is, habits Mm -hmm. help us in that way as well.
1: It's something that I think adults struggle with. So the parents listening or nodding their head and like, yeah, I Mm -hmm. need to get better at that. And You know, this morning I was like, oh, I need to go to the gym more and I need to, you know, and then I'm remembering from your book and others like, oh, hey, I need to do these little things that are going to make it easier. I need to put my exercise shoes, you know, right next to my bed. So all I got to do is get the shoes on and then go down to the treadmill and it's easier Mm -hmm. once I do these little things. And, um, and so there's, there's lots of things that we can do to develop good habits, um, what are the benefits of, of I mean, because it, it can, a lot of people might say, oh, you know, developing better habits, it's hard work, but what's the payoff? Why is this so yeah. important for the kids and the parents?
0: Well, first of all, forming habits is easier than most people think. And this is a breakthrough in my research and hands-on practice and coaching others. There is an easy way to create habits, and I call it the tiny habits method. And in some ways, this is why I wrote the book and actually why we're talking. And Mm -hmm. if you form habits in a certain way, in other words, make them really tiny, design them into your life and self-reinforce, you can form habits quickly and easily. And even though it's called tiny habits and you focus on doing something really small and tiny, that's how you achieve big things. Mm. And it also gives us a sense of confidence in our lives. Once you learn to create habits in this way, it almost feels like you have a superpower. Any challenge that comes your way that you feel like, oh my gosh, that's huge, you know you can break it down, create habits, and achieve what you want to achieve.
1: That's cool. I, I like the superpower example. It's almost like a little formula or a tool mm-hmm. that you can use to uh, to do big things. And I, I think a lot of the kids who read the Tuttle Twins books, they're learning about big things, so I, they're thinking about big things. And then as they get older and it's time to do big things or or try to do big things, this can become a super helpful way. I think it's a good idea for families to, you know, read your book together, talk about it, and find just simple areas to start. Hey, let's focus here or let's do better about you know this. And 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 so I think this could be a great family uh, learning experience. So so let's get into this a little bit. I, I asked you to prepare a few uh, tips for the kids listening on developing good habits. So, cause the, the book isn't written for kids, it's more for you know adults and they can read it with or, or to their kids. Um, but but I love this like kid focus because of our audience. So let's start with your first one. What's a, what's
0: a tip for the kids listening? Well, one of them is there's this habit after you find yourself procrastinating or not doing something because it seems overwhelming or hard, just take the next step and I like that phrase just take the next step um if you think of like the whole project like I've got to clean the entire garage I've got to write the whole paper I've got to read the whole book yeah we procrastinate or we get scared or we find some reason that won't happen Mm -hmm. but if you develop the habit of just take the next step you can do that And taking the next step then opens the door for you taking more steps and actually achieving that. So that would be number one is just have in mind, just take the next step. And you might even say it to yourself. I say it to myself, just take the next step, BJ. And I do it. And if I don't want to take another step, that's fine. But usually you do. You take the next step, the next step. The next thing you know, you're well into the book or the garage is looking pretty good. (laughs) Okay, so
1: I have a question about that when, when you should just take the next step, you said, you know, thinking of the big task, the the big project that can be daunting and we procrastinate. Mm-hmm. If you're just taking the next step, should you kind of ignore and try not to think of the big thing? Should yeah. you try and focus your mind just and, and
0: only on that little next step? Yeah. Just, I mean, it, cause if you think of the big thing, then you're in that same problem. If, You just say, no, I'm just gonna get myself to take the next step and see how that goes. Then you are less intimidated. Mm. Um, And it seems like in many kinds of projects like this, just starting is the hardest thing. And once you start, it's like one domino hits the other domino, hits the other domino, but you gotta flip that first domino to get things rolling. So that is a habit that I such for kids and parents is when you find yourself stalled out or procrastinating, you say just take the next step and do it.
1: I love it. I love it. And I I know of specific instances in my life where uh you know both before reading your book, but then also with the help of reading your book, I'm like, oh hey, I just need to focus on that next thing. Let's just do Mm -hmm. the the little part. And then like you say, it's often it's like when I put my exercise shoes on, I'm probably gonna go, you know, run a mile or two on the treadmill at least. And so it's a good, good way to get us to, to do something and make it a little bit easier. So I like that. All right, just take the next step. What's number two?
0: Number two is to, when you do a behavior that is you want to turn into a habit, you can self-reinforce. You can tell yourself, good job. Let's say, for example, that a sweater of mine is sitting out on the dresser and I take it and I fold it and I put it away. I say, good job, BJ. Self-talk, you, re, you can reinforce yourself, and then the tiny habits method, we call that celebration, it doesn't matter what you call it, what you're basically doing is you're hacking your brain by saying, good job, or smiling, or giving yourself a thumbs up in the mirror, anything that you are causing yourself to feel good or successful, hacks your brain, and it makes that behavior more automatic folding of the sweater, putting in the drawer. It could be tidying up an item. It could be wiping off the bathroom counter. It could be sitting down to start your homework. And as soon as you sit down, you say, way to go, me, I'm awesome. So you can self-reinforce. You can also reinforce others, parents and kids. When you see somebody doing a behavior that you want them to do more often and more automatically like a habit, feel free to praise them. Help, Help them see they did a good job. And it can just simply be, uh, a smile. It can be like a thumbs up sign. It can be a phrase. Any of those mm. things can help those behaviors become automatic in your life.
1: So, so we don't have time, obviously, to get into the neuroscience and the you know why brains work the way they do. But, but give us a little taste of why the positive talk hacks your brain. What is it yeah. about the brain or the way we think
0: well, that that the way that our that brains are wired? Is, yeah. Yeah. The, the way it happens is emotions when we feel an emotion it's a signal to pay attention and remember when you feel the emotion of success what i call shine what your your brain takes notice and it's dopamine is what gets fired off and it makes that behavior more automatic so you literally are hacking your brain by self-reinforcing, by saying, way to go, me, or good job, or holding your arms over your head in victory, because that then fires off an emotion, which then causes the regulation of dopamine in the brain, which then changes actually what's going on with the neurons in your brain.
1: That's super cool. And I've, I've read some of this science too. It's really interesting how, when you understand how the brain works you can influence it. Uh, you can influence it in bad ways. We've talked on this podcast many times about people like Edward Bernays and others who engage in propaganda and they know how minds work so they can influence people in ways that they want. But also it's a tool. We've talked about, you know, BJ, uh, uh, you were just at an event I was at where uh, Dr. Cialdini was there who wrote the book Influence. And so he talks about how uh, persuasion. It's, it's a tool that can be used for good or for bad. So we want to use the the development of habits as a good tool. We want to use praise so that we can uh, hack our brains in a positive way. I really like that. So number one, just take the next step. Number two, self-reinforce with praise so that we reinforce the good behaviors. Walk us
0: through the third one. The next tip is, is to take a little bit of time and redesign what's around you your bedroom your office the living room and the kitchen and you redesign it to make the good behaviors easy to do so it's really easy to do homework because you have a space for that it's really easy to eat a healthy snack because it's washed and cut and ready to go and then make the unwanted behaviors something people might call bad habits make them hard to do in our home Because we would eat all the ice cream if we had it in the fridge. We have a policy, no ice cream in the fridge. So, and you can make this kind of like a game, like how can we make this good behavior, reading, exercise, eating healthy, going to sleep and sleeping well, how can we make that easier to do and redesign things? And how do we make the unwanted behaviors hard to do? I like that. Okay, so redesign
1: your environment. So for families who are homeschooling, for example, maybe that would look like having a dedicated learning space, like a desk or a little library. Um, Before my wife, you know, took it over, I had this nice room with a desk and you know chairs that I enjoyed reading in, and I had all these shelves with books. And now there's a big piano sitting in the middle of the room. So. The, the room was taken from me, but but having, <laughs> having that environment, I, I really like that. Um, and so kids, even in your own bedroom, there's probably some things that you could do, right. Mm-hmm. To say, like, I'll, I'll give a silly example. Uh, my son at night, we have, you know, reading time before uh, bed and he is often tempted to just read comic books because he really enjoys little comic strips and things like that. Um, and we've told him, no, we'd like you to read a kind of a, you know, chapter book or a normal book before bed. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll come in and I'll find him reading these comic books. Well, he has those sitting right above his bed. And so one thing that we can do is redesign that environment and maybe put the comic books upstairs so that you know he can read them anytime during the day, but he's probably not going to come upstairs after, you know, bedtime and try to sneak a book. And so we keep the chapter book. Isn't is that kind of what you're talking yeah, about?
0: That's a really good example. let me share another one in in our home. What we didn't want people to do was just be able to turn on the TV, just click a button and sit there and watch mindless TV, which is mostly not good. Mm-hmm. And so there's no TV set up. We can set up a TV, but it means taking a painting off the wall and getting out the projector and it's work. Okay. So it's not like we don't watch TV or movies, but it's harder to do. And just creating that friction, creating that barrier, then means when you're you're just not turning on the TV during the day and watching stupid stuff. You have to be very deliberate about it.
1: That's awesome. Okay. And then I think you have a fourth you said, right?
0: Yeah. The fourth one is a a habit design tip. The way the tiny habits method works is you can anchor or attach a habit to something you already do. A simple example is, let's say you want to start flossing, and by the way, flossing is really important, and you don't yet floss. So the way you think about it is, after I brush, I will floss. So you can, you can sequence it right after a behavior you already do. You already brush, and let brushing be the reminder for flossing. And in the tiny habits way, you scale it back and say, I will floss one tooth. Now, if you want to do more, you can do all of them, but at least do one. Another example might be, if you want to read every day, find something you already do very reliably. Maybe you, um, let's see what, 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 what might someone do really reliably in the home? Maybe they have an afternoon snack. So Mm -hmm. after I get my afternoon snack, I will open a book and read one paragraph. So the afternoon snack is already a routine or find whatever thing you already has, have as a routine and have that be your reminder that leads to the new habit, which is opening the book and notice it's read one paragraph. It's not read a chapter. You're right. just scaling it back. And if you want to read more, that's great. But what we're shooting for here is designing it into your daily routine and making it so easy that you don't procrastinate it or avoid it. That's great.
1: Okay. So for those following along at home, we've got four tips, especially for kids. I think these can adapt really well in a homeschool environment, but whether your kids, you know, are in public school or, you know, like BJ said, if you have homework, you can create habits around anything in your life. So number one was just take the next step. Mm -hmm. Number two was self-reinforce. Give yourself a, a high five or a pat on the back when you do something good. Number three was redesign your environment so that it helps you develop and focus on the good habits. And then I like this fourth one, attach a good habit. When I brush my teeth, then I will floss at least one tooth and kind of create that groove in your brain where your brain's like, oh yeah, okay, when I do this, then I do that. Mm -hmm. Parents, for you guys listening, the book goes into way more detail. It's going to help you as well as parents, but just in your own lives, highly recommend getting a copy of Tiny Habits. Now, BJ, you and I have talked uh, over the months that you've been mm-hmm. developing songs for kids uh, to kind of reinforce the concepts that you teach, that your research has shown. Oh, I've God. got a little clip that I'm going to play briefly of one of these songs, and then uh, I'd love for you to kind of share your vision with these songs and then tell people where they can go to go uh, to, to listen more. So let's let's listen to a short little clip.
0: The motivation
1: wave is coming your way. Love it. Okay, so that's wow. motivation wave. Tell us a bit
0: more about these songs. So for about a year and a half with a songwriting team, we've been writing songs just for kids about good habits and how to create those habits. And each song has a special purpose. The one you just played is called motivation wave. Motivate. And what we're, we're showing in that song is there'll be times when your motivation goes up, and you can do hard things, and that's when you ride the wave. But there's times when the motivation sags. That's just normal. And during those times, kick back. And you know, the song says, "Kick back, enjoy the view." But the motivation wave is coming back. You know, get stoked. The motivation wave is coming your way. So it's helping kids understand the reality of how human motivation works. It goes up and down. There are other songs about specifically about tiny habits that kids can do. There's a song called I See Awesomeness, which is a way that you can see good in other people and see good in yourself. Mm. And there's a song that we just posted today that's about tiny acts of kindness. And it tells a story about a young man who does these tiny acts of kindness and he discovers what happens as he does that.
1: I love it. It's And, and it's so helpful to reinforce. It's like with our Tuttle Twins cartoon, we have these kids who are now singing the jingles and mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of sticks in their brain. It's a little more sticky. There's a, another good book for parents out there uh, if, if you're in business or marketing called Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. And it's, so it talks about how to make things stick. And I think songs is a great way to make some of these concepts stick. Now, these songs you have available, where can people go to, uh, to find them?
0: Well, the starting point is tinyhabits.com. Slash songs, So that's our page, and that's kind of a, a launch from there, but the songs are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere that streams music, you can find these songs and we'll be adding to them. And it is so fun to write these songs. And yes, we're thinking about kids, but then adults listen to them and go, wait, I need this song, this song is for me too. And I feel like that is what we're shooting for. I mean, something that kids like, And adults like, and you can listen to it over and over, and it doesn't get tiring. It helps reinforce important insights and concepts around um, having a better life.
1: I love it, guys. uh, All of you listening, you're learning big things with the Tuttle Twins. You're thinking Mm -hmm. about, you're discussing as a family, big things happening in our world and your lives. Uh, Now, you know, as you think about how to do big things and attempt, you know, big goals as a family or as individuals. Tiny Habits, the research that BJ and his team have done can really, really help. So parents, check out the book, Tiny Habits. Find it wherever you buy books. Uh, but then as a family for your kids, go to tinyhabits.com songs. Check out the songs. BJ's got a lot of resources there to help you. Um, and this stuff is so, so important. It's helped me in my life. And so hopefully it can help you guys in yours. BJ, thanks so much for joining us.